I made it. Hey, how are you, Chelsea? Good, how are you? Good. How is everything? I haven't seen you in a while. Gosh, I know it. It's crazy. I think literally the last time I think I saw you was playing baseball with my brother. Yeah, I know. That's like seven or eight years or something. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. Time flies. I know, it does. Now you're both going to be getting married and... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. But what's, what's new with you? I know a lot is new. Um, you yeah. got a new addition to the fam. How's that been? Yeah, well, I'm upstairs in our guest bedroom right now. Trying yeah. to chaos downstairs. So. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's good. Um, I think transitioning from no kids to one kid was tougher than one kid to two kids. We're just weak. Yeah. No? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to talk a little bit more about that. So yeah. when exactly did you have Macy? And then when exactly did you have Layton? So I was born September 18th, 2018. And then Layton was born September 23rd of 21. So they're exactly three years apart, give or take a few days. I was stressed out. And yeah. there, so they didn't have the same birthday. But um, yeah. Yeah, so they're three years apart. So it's fun because she's a good helper and she's old enough to know what's going on. Yeah, this is Ben Herman, by the way, Chelsea. Hey, Ben. Hi, Chelsea. I remember I um, was mentioning worship workout stuff to you a couple of years ago. So that's Ben. So Awesome. Very cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you do it all, Brady. We have our stuff. I'll have to send you a picture, too. The pictures that he made. Did you know he all his paint, like his picture stuff that he does? I don't even know exactly what you would call them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those are just like <laughs> custom canvases. Yeah. But Yeah. Have the our, both of them in our bedroom. They're awesome. Yeah, those are pretty That's awesome. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's super freaking good at that stuff. I, it's cool. I know it. Well, so yeah, I mean Macy's three years older than uh, Layton, mm -hmm. so that's that's like a really good age. I know my my older brother's two years older than me. Yeah. And that's like enough to where you're not stepping on each other's toes with stuff. Yes. But um, not like too old that it's like you know. Um, not relatable right so. yeah yeah me and michael are three years apart so it's the same dynamic yeah. all time, so it's perfect for sure uh that's awesome so um you said something about like zero to one versus one to two mm -hmm. what is that like as a mother well i think so backstory to me and levi just very very brief backstory we mm -hmm. met knew immediately we were going to get married, and then I moved to Oregon after meeting him one time before my parents even met him. Uh, so we did life very quick, got engaged very quick, got married very quick, and then we had Macy very quick right after. Yeah. I don't necessarily get to enjoy because I wouldn't change a thing, but we didn't really get to like enjoy married life. But the time yeah. that we yeah. did, it was just that. Thing, we're traveling when we want you do whatever you want and you're used to living that kind of lifestyle where it's just you and then mm -hmm. you know this kid comes along and you're with him until the day you die and it kind of throws her into yeah. the hands um so that i would say that challenge was the biggest for us just because it was just us and then having to add you know a baby in and rework your whole entire life around it and having layton I mean, now we're man-to-man -man defense, so it's it's really not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, as far as our life goes, we're just, we're, you know, used to doing that, and he's pretty laid back, so he just bought along with 
whatever we're doing. So it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's like, if you're kind of traveling a lot, and then you jump in and have a kid, obviously, a lot of that kind of goes away. So I could kind of see that being a big transition from zero to one, as like, maybe one to two, obviously, you have some experience under the belt type thing. Um, Yeah, I'm sure there's really quickly, like we both knew we wanted to start a family. I've known from the time I was little, all I ever cared about and all I wanted to be was a mom. So Mm-hmm. everything else aside that's the dream come true for me so I would that's awesome yeah yeah and it's like I'm sure once you see their faces and everything it's just like mm-hmm. your life is different yep it's completely different person yep so yeah I mean I'm not there yet but <laughs> you know, it's coming it's coming up I always yeah. say, because Macy's a tornado, I always say, if anyone thinks you want to have kids, you're ready. I'll send her over to your house and you'll know. <laughs> yeah. so, That's hilarious. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So I guess the reason we wanted to have you on is just because um, Native Root, overall, what we've been trying to do is just formulate human connection. Mm-hmm. Like everything we do we've been trying to figure out like what's at the root of all of it no pun intended uh with native root but so basically we were kind of finding that whether it's connecting farmers to the customers or just you know having people connect over a cup of coffee kind of like we normally do in the mornings it's all about human connection and that's one thing that i see you do well i think when it comes to stuff like f45 lululemon like your family your social media is like trying to formulate human connection and is that kind of like what most of your success stems around i I mean yes and but mostly i mean it just points back to jesus like when you know Mm -hmm. jesus and you know who he is and you know that your mission here on earth is to point people to him or you've had a glimpse of what his love is like like you mm-hmm. can't want to be like that and share that with other people and I mean Levi and I both from the in anything that we've done our goal is always to love and serve people first and I feel like no matter what we do whether that's our gyms or I mean social media anything online if you can truly mm-hmm. approach anything from the space of loving other people first selflessly loving other people giving without expectation mm-hmm. doing the right thing success is going to find you because that's just what you're meant to do and what's right. And even if you never see the, whether it's financial or, you know, whatever it is, return on this side of heaven, I believe that God has his hand on and blesses our businesses or whatever we steward because mm-hmm. we have that kind of heart posture that we don't want to love and people. And we just, we want to leave people better than how we found them and make a difference that when people know us or whether they set foot in our business or whatever it is, they know that something's different. Um, and they can take that with them wherever they go, whether they know we're sharing Jesus with them or not, that they can feel that. Yeah, absolutely. I love that just because it's like the top two commandments from the Bible is to love God and love your neighbor and really showcasing, you know, your love, like what you're doing with that 45 blue lemon and kind of just what you're saying in general is really just loving people. And obviously you're saying no expectations in return. I mean, that's more true love, right? Because if there is like expectations, like, oh, I expect you to, you know, join, you know, my gym or buy your coffee or whatever, then it's kind of like, well, that wasn't genuine really. And so I think it's, I mean, that's really cool that you're doing that and focusing on kind of almost like what God calls us all to do, right? we're stewards of his faith. We, we need to, we're all 
Evangelica. Wow, I can't talk. Evangelica. Freaking, thank you. My gosh, could not come out. Um, just, you know, spreading his word, and that's kind of all of our mission is to love each other and just talk about God and, uh, you know, share what he's done in our lives. And so that's really cool you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and like, <laughs> trusting God's plan for you is hard at times. Because, like, yeah. I know with Ben and I, we've had these multiple entrepreneurial ventures, and it's like trying to just focus on today and trust that God has an overall plan for you. It, it can be hard because it's like, I want it to go now, yep. but yeah. when you keep pounding and pounding away, like, you got to kind of surrender mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Cool. And just know that one thing, too, like, we always keep in perspective of, the things that we, I say, we want for ourselves or the things that we believe God put in our heart to do are some big, big things. And you can't expect for him to just take you there. You have mm-hmm. to yeah. grow you to be the type of person that can carry that weight and that can handle that type of leadership, that can handle those God-sized dreams, if you will, and goals so that you're developed into the person that is mm-hmm. capable of doing it, you know? Uh, because we've had, <laughs> in our couple years already, we've had some major gut punches and we've had the rug pulled out from under us a lot. But yeah. now, being where we are now, and we've by no means arrived, but just looking back, it's like, okay, now we see why we do all of that heading into this next chapter and this next new business and things like that, because you treat it differently. And your mindset's different around everything that you have. And you look at things you were given. Not that we were careless, but definitely took some things for granted. And it gives you eyes to see that had we not walked through that, you know, we wouldn't be as capable or be able to minister to people the same way had we not walked through Mm -hmm. that. So it matters. Right. Yeah, I mean, those trials, they matter just because... It's you can't really minister to people if you don't go through your own trials, right? Because no one's gonna think you have any grounds or basis for saying anything, yeah. um, just because it's very hard to understand or really even share anything if you haven't gone through it. And if you try to, and you know, people are listening, they're like, I, "I don't think you get my situation." But you know, if you have been through those trials, then it's definitely doable for sure. Yeah, because I feel like one of the best ways to relate with people and even to minister with people is like to let them know your own story because it's like if it's all theoretical based and it's kind of like this is what we should do people resonate with like your story more because Mm -hmm. they know like you've been through something Mm -hmm. so i mean i imagine you had some times especially towards the beginning of covid with the whole gym issues you know when they had like lockdown and whatnot where it was like hard to trust the process. Mm-hmm. So like, what, when exactly did you open F45? And what was that so, like? I'll give you the, the full backstory to it. So yeah. we actually had, when Levi and I met and how we met was through an online business that we had. We both built a, a side business. Essentially, we were teachers and coaches, built a side business, met through that, some mutual friends through that. That allowed us to walk away from teaching and coaching. We pretty much lived the life. Um, We were at home full-time together. Um, Life was really good. We traveled a lot. We were very comfortable. We decided during that time, we're going to open a gym. I'd always wanted to open a gym. It's just going to be a passion project for us, something that we could do. We had our other business that we were very comfortable, but something that we wanted to do as an investment and just for fun. So 
that's when we found, learned about F45. Um, it wasn't on our radar, but we found it. We're like, that's what we have to do right now. It was brand new to the mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So we jumped in on that one, started the process of opening our F45. And we signed um, with the bank, put a bunch of money down. And the very ne next week, that business that was our bread and butter, they announced they were restructuring and it was gone. Just the like that. So um, oh. our life changed and it went from this gym is a plan B to this is our plan A and we're going all in on this thing. Um, so anyway, so May of 2018, we lost our business. We opened our in, or I'm sorry, 2019. We opened our gym then that December, beginning of December 2019. And mm -hmm. then COVID happened in March. So we were open for three months. And then yeah. we were shut down for four months. So that was a really fun first year of marriage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Having a one year old on top of that. Um, and then it, so it was just, you know, crazy in itself making it through that. But um, during COVID as well, we just we know, again, this is one of those things looking back, it's like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, God had his hand in everything because I had dreams about that space and his protection and just our purpose there. But also during that whole shutdown, we were not granted a single dollar of any of the relief programs that they had because Levi and I were coaching every class and we didn't put ourselves on payroll because we, every dollar was going back to the business at that point. Yeah. Yeah. We got no relief there. Our rent didn't stop. Our franchise fees didn't stop. We had every expense due the whole time we were shut down as a brand new business. Um, so it was cool because looking back, almost I would say 95% of our members that we had at that time paid their full membership the whole shutdown just to support wow. us. Wow. Choice, which is just a God thing in itself because yeah. without that, we probably wouldn't have been able to reopen our doors because we had burned mm -hmm our savings, everything to get the gym open, to keep ourselves afloat. You're not profitable right when you open, you know? So um, it was, it was a lot um, looking back, but we made it through that tough time and we're really thankful. And it's one of those things like it makes you, it humbles you. That's for sure. But God revealed a lot to us during that time of who we are, who he's called us to be and that we're here to give people hope to show them who he is. And regardless of, how many people are in our gym or how that looks to us. That's our main goal. Yeah. And even if we have absolutely nothing to our name, we can show up every day and we determine how we love people, how we treat people, and you can still make a difference, all that stuff aside. So um, coming out of that, then, you know, you have a different set of lenses on. You don't take things for granted, but um, our mission's been the exact same ever since. It's just cool to see looking back all the little things, you know, it was all God. And I know that he did that because he wanted to show us, look, you guys, we're grinders. We are by nature, but he wanted to take every single thing out of our control to show us that he's the only one that is in control mm -hmm. and that he doesn't need us and he doesn't need our hard work. He's God and he's going to do whatever he wants to do and he's going to show up in the midst of the crazy stuff and that when he's called you to do something and when he has his hand of favor and protection on it, there's nothing that can come your way that can stop it. So um, it was a really faith building time for us. That's for sure. And it has given us the strength to walk in this new season just in a new power and identity and just knowing like yeah. very, very much confirmation for us that we're on the right path and we're doing what we need to be doing. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think that's an awesome story. I mean, like that time, right when you open that gym, that's like, especially for a gym where it's like, so yeah. oh, they were all getting shut down. I'm like, mm -hmm. 
I, I was just looking at all the gyms like, dang, it would suck to open a gym right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like. I'm that one good, but no one would have saw that coming. So. Yeah. And it's like God was testing you guys. He's like, in, in the beginning, he's like, I'm going to shut down your, your previous company. And then mm -hmm. you guys are going full time into this gym. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm going to shut that one down. Probably to test you and yeah. to see what you do because yeah. like what you were saying earlier like you can't just be successful by being a christian like god will test you and mm -hmm. you know try to season you through it sure. yeah chelsea were you um so like when that original the first business you guys got kind of shut down with you know they changed whatever like that next week when that happened were you guys kind of thankful that you guys kind of dug into the gym and kind of committed to that almost as like the plan B passion project. And then kind of, obviously it turned into plan A. Well, yes and no. We threw ourselves a pretty long pity party. If I'm being honest. <laughs> That's fair. In a million years saw that coming, but it was another one of those things. Like, so we put a hundred thousand dollars of our own savings into it. And we took out a loan for $150,000 for our equipment. And yeah, we went to the bank the week before and it's one of those things like okay had we lost our business the week before we had our meeting with the bank and we go in there we're like well here's what we had but now our whole income is gone they probably would have said no you know so yeah. down, mm -hmm. down to the week of the timing um we know god had his hand in that as well and then even going into COVID, okay, it turned to be our plan A, which was great. And we love, like, we were planning on being present to begin with, but mm -hmm. every single class, sun up to sundown, starting at 5 a.m., ending at 6.15 p.m., and then cleaning for the night, setting up for the next day. We didn't have a um, washer dryer in our gym. We were hauling towels home. Macy was one year old. She's falling asleep at the gym. It was me and Levi every single day, grinding it out, back and forth, switching mm -hmm. to work. But again looking back we had three months where it was me and him in there every single day building community building relationships with people early mornings late nights i think uh, fitness is one of the things that's unique in that it can bond people quickly because we're doing hard things together yeah and absolutely both yeah. love people and care about people so we talk to people in our gym we pride ourselves on having we call it our f45 family mm -hmm. um, but we know what's going on in people's lives and looking back I mean, we did that. That's just who we are and how we operate. But it's like God, yeah. because had we not been in there every day, early morning, late night, building relationships with people. Well, when a COVID shutdown comes, had we not been in there, some of those people maybe not have been like, "Well, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to keep paying my membership to support these people that I don't even know." You know, yeah, I mean? for sure. like even that little piece of God knew exactly what He was doing during that time and used every bit of that sweat equity <laughs> to come back yeah. that way and that way was financially to help us out so um yeah it was it was rough but it was perfect like looking back I couldn't imagine it going any other way yeah that's cool I've really noticed that with fitness is when we were doing worship workout and bringing you know faith and into like fitness during the break periods and maybe a short devotional etc is people can be very um, not open to talking about their faith, like in a solid group setting, right? It can be nerve wracking. It's kind of scary, et cetera. But mm -hmm. when you bring fitness into it and everybody's kind of doing, you know, whatever level they're on, right? Because we had like people who were, 
college athletes and then maybe the first day working out working out all in the same class with 75 year olds too yeah yeah it was like everybody it was so cool and then when there was like time for like discussion everything like people were talking because they don't care anymore because they're physically tired everybody just did this whole thing together and they don't care if they're going to get judged or whatever because they don't really even think about it because you're just physically tired so you're willing to open up which is kind of a really unique thing that fitness helps facilitate for sure yeah and just kind of bonding over the struggle together Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like yeah i mean and that is like a testament like to how you treat people at your gym like that's why i love community-based fitness so Mm -hmm. much more than just regular chain gyms like Mm -hmm. uh you know i won't name yeah yeah but yeah (laughs) yeah because you're all together like like Ben and I would go to a CrossFit gym and I like it more for the community. Yes. And like, like that's why yeah. I loved working out at, at uh, school so much with my teammates. It was like, everyone's listening to the music. We're getting after it. And I feel like I see that a lot, like with F45 and mm-hmm. it looks awesome. Yeah. Hey, if you guys are ever out this way. Heck yeah. Oh. Sounds good. You're in St. Louis, yeah, Louis Saturday, Saturday, right? Yeah. We're <laughs> in Chesterfield. Yeah. But same. Yeah, I went to one F forty five in Kansas City, and it was a lot of fun. Okay, it was a yeah, it was a fun workout for sure. And coaches at that one, the Crossroads one, because there is only one. Oh, of them. really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, so another thing I kind of wanted to get into today was some something we kind of talk about quite a bit is like these weird times we're in with stuff like social media, stuff like, you know, talk of the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's, kids are having a tough time, especially when you start talking about increasingly digital worlds where it's hard for them to connect in person in real life with people sometimes. Yeah. And I was just kind of wondering if that's something you've thought about approaching with your kids and just how you would go about something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talk about it often actually. And when I used to teach high school, I mean, that was years ago now, but you could see the struggle then and the amount of kids that would get so upset if they didn't get so many likes on a picture or like just crazy things where at the time I'm like, Holy smokes. Like, I didn't have a phone, uh, you know, when I was yeah. Up, like, yeah. you know, crazy stuff. But um, no, Levi and I've talked about it quite a bit. Just, I mean, it's easy to say things, but it's another thing when it's your actual kids and you have to, you know, go toe to toe, like follow through on those things. But I will say we are zero percent concerned when it comes to raising kids in our crazy world. And um, I mean, we know God blessed us with Macy at age three and Leighton at age four months right now. And the time and season that he blessed us with them because they are called to be, you know, someone, something in their generation and that they mm-hmm. have a purpose and a specific voice and a specific calling inside of them for that exact time that he created them. And we know, um, we know what God says about raising kids. We know what he says about building up a family and that dynamic. And I feel like that's, that's timeless. That's mm-hmm. thousands, yeah, thousands, for sure. thousands of years of truth. Um, and when we raise our kids that way and according to those principles, we know that 
they're going to be fine and they're going to be the world changers. Um, so we aren't worried about the world and we've prayed over them when we still do pray. I do every night um, that they're not going to be ones that are changed by this world, that they're going to be confident who they are and who God made them to be. And that, you know, they are going to be going against the grain. So mm-hmm. it'll be easy. And we can do another one of these in about 14 years. And you can ask me how it's going for me. Um, <laughs> we do, Um, We aren't worried about the times, even though it's wild out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We know who we're going to raise our kids to be. And we believe that they're going to be the kids that make other people, bring other people to Jesus, but bring people to what's right and what's true. And they're focused on the kingdom things and not the things of this world. So we're going to do our Mm -hmm. Macy's already given us a run for our money. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, we're... We're not worried, and we always say people who have, I'll say, good heads on their shoulders or who are biblically sound and know how they want to raise their kids go have a million kids and don't mm-hmm. be scared of the world because we need more kids like that to be raised up in a mighty way like that and to not shy away from having kids. So You're going to have a million kids? I mean, <laughs> I said other people. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a little, a little but, caveat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dang. I, I think what impresses me the most is like how trustworthy you are in God. It's like mm-hmm. the way you talk about it is like, where does that come from? You and um, Levi, do you guys talk just a lot about your faith? Do you, do you read the Bible a lot? Yeah. Um, I mean, we need to be better about it. If I'm being honest with you, we used to every day together, read together, do a devotional together. Um, I think part of it's just being, I was raised in the church from the time I was little, but part of it is when you walk through a lot of life and a lot of junk, I'm 28 years old, but I feel like I've lived a lot of life and with like some major things in a short period of time. It's like, those are the times that you get to know God in his heart mm-hmm. <laughs> and he reveals so much to you. And I just feel like, especially the last four years, I've just grown leaps and bounds of who he is. Um, but I like I know at my core my identity who I am and who I am in Christ and mm-hmm. so I can say confidently I'm not swayed by this world or of those things I know who I am and what I'm called to do and what I'm here for so I can walk in that and not look left or right or be worried about what other people are doing because I am so confident and I've seen God come through so many times to where it's like duh he's gonna do it again and again and again so why am I worried about these things and when yeah. it comes our kids I feel the same thing it's like okay he entrusted me with them I'm their mom but he loves them more than I do which is crazy for me to wrap my mind around to begin with but also they're his Mm -hmm. so I love my kids and want to protect them and coddle them and not let them make mistakes or any of that it's like okay God I can pray for them every single day that's the best thing I can do as their mom is to pray for them and to ask you for the wisdom of how I should raise them, how I should respond in these situations and trust that you're going to take care of the rest and that I'm doing my part and I'm planting the seeds and I'm doing everything I can do in my power. And I know that he's going to show up and he's going to do his part and take care of the rest. And just, I total trust in him. He loves my kids. They're his to begin with. I'm just entrusted to raise them as their earthly mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, when you kind of look at things from that perspective, it takes the pressure off you in a way. Yeah. 
it um, allows you to operate from a place of a little bit more peace and also trust knowing like they're going to be great and they're going to do mm -hmm. what God has them to do. And I'm going to do my part in that, but he's going to take care of the rest and yeah. will either way. So, right. Yeah, I definitely do see some peace in that because um, I think it's easy to, for people to put it all on their own shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, I know I've definitely done that before versus kind of, you know, letting God take that weight off of you, right? Um, it's, you know, God's the world's greatest spotter in a sense. Yeah. Um, you know, he's always going to be a healthy lift it. And, you know, even because the whole saying is like, he's never going to put too much on your shoulders. I don't agree with that just because it's just like how muscles grow. They have to, you know, have like little microscopic tears. It's got to be pushed. Um, and that's just how it, it is with, you know, humans too. And with us and with what God does, but that doesn't mean he's not with us and supporting us and kind of, I think it's, we get in trouble when we don't lean into that yep. versus take more of that weight on us and not lean into God in those moments. And, uh, yeah, I think it's tough for people. And I definitely like in my past, I've, when I've done that and tried to take more weight on and obviously it's never worked out, you know, um, I'm definitely oh for whatever in that, in that category. But I, I look at it as like, I don't want to fail God in, in a way, which gets me more in trouble. And I'm not kind of truly listening to what I should be doing in the sense of trusting more in God and that, you know, that's going to get easier, et cetera, or maybe not easier, but that more of that peace is going to come with it. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The more I try to control or the more yeah. comfortable, that's when he comes in with the right hook and he's like, nah, girl. <laughs> nah, I got this. Uh, yeah. Like I'm going to put you back in your place for a minute. So yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I remember Ben, there was a time, recently when like we were grinding with native root and you know the ups and downs and all that of entrepreneurship and you were like super duper stressed and then you had this epiphany and you were like i just realized like i this isn't gonna go away until i just trust him so mm -hmm. i'm not gonna mm -hmm. stress myself into success yep Yep. Yeah, it was, it was so funny because I was like super stressed out about, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But I was like trying to search like how that for like Bible verses or something or ways to like, mm -hmm. because like I don't get like that normally at all. That's like the first time that's really ever happened to me. And it was so weird. Um, and I'm like, shoot, what the heck is this? And then I saw literally something. It was like word for word. <laughs> It's not going to get better until you let this all go. And I'm like, well, yeah. shoot. I know. <laughs> like, well, I got my answer. I guess I got to do that. Yeah. So yeah. it was so funny. Like the times when we felt like we're at our most stressed and even like throw a marriage in there and all that stuff. It's like our businesses have their best months when we prioritize God's word and our marriage over doing the 8 million things that we have to do. It's like, mm -hmm. it's yeah. weird to sing, but I mean, it's not, but it is because like you think, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z to get X, Y, Z. Yeah. I was like, no, you need to 
talk to me and spend time with me and then put your marriage first and I'll take care of the rest. And it's every time we do that, he shows up, <laughs> but we yeah, for sure, for sure. We still do all the wrong things and we put that stuff on the back burner. So just, yeah, I get it. Definitely. Yeah. There was, I was talking to um, a guy from C12. It's kind of like a Christian consulting company. And he was saying like one thing to always remember is that like we're all just leasing our business from god like <laughs> none of this is ours and like the second we get a big head and let's say we start making some success and we start to think this is ours like you're getting away from the whole point yeah and so it's like always always try to stay humble mm -hmm. like, no matter how big the business gets yeah yeah so. yeah i agree yeah so how has the whole entrepreneurial life been for you guys since COVID has kind of like settled down a little bit and you guys can have, you know, the regular classes and everything? Yeah, I mean, it's been great. I feel like, um, I mean, our gym's growing. It's doing great. We're in the process of opening a second location right now. Nice. One final step away from being able to officially announce um, that location, but it's also going to be here in St. Louis. Um, <clears throat> so things are going really good with both of that. But uh, I mean, the way that we've operated hasn't changed. What's mm -hmm. we're at a place now where granted we're opening the second business, but like our vision. So whenever you have your, feet cut out from underneath you financially and you're whole whenever you start to get yourself back to a place of having financial abundance again i'll say you look at it totally different mm -hmm. and it's not okay well i want to do this because i want to buy myself this or whatever it is like our needs are met so now it's cool because we're at a place where we can we have a a big list of things that we'd like to do give help people serve in a way mm -hmm. like now we're at a place where okay we have this amount of money that we're getting and this, you know, we can give every month. And even with our gym, like and other businesses that we want to open, we look at them like, okay, our needs are going to be met, but we mm -hmm. want one that funds this ministry. Every dollar that this business makes goes to this ministry or, you know, we can, we can do that, which is cool. For sure. So, and even more so in this season, I like to think we've planted a lot of good seeds in our life, but we had a lot of people that helped carry us through, the COVID craziness and just even little acts of kindness or little God winks and little financial blessings that we were able to receive during that time when we were at our lowest, it's lit a new fire in us to be mm -hmm. able to give more coming out in this new season. And we know that God is, he's entrusted us with a lot so that we can steward it for his kingdom. And so having stuff again, has we just have new lenses to it where we can, we can do more with it. We and we also know and believe that in the second location, if you look at everything on paper that we've gone through, there is absolutely no way or reason that we should be able to open a second location. But he's mm -hmm. been opening doors for us, which is really cool. And we know that again, like he's got his hand on it. Um, so he's going to bless it and he's going to bring the right people and we're going to be able to have impact there. So honestly... Yeah. We're operating the same now as we were during our COVID times and every other time. Um, we're just kind of taking it day by day with what he says and what's next and 
what the next move is or what the next business thing is. And I mean, yeah. you guys know it, it's not easy and your, your reward isn't always money or whatever yeah. it is. But, um, yeah. We know we're doing the right thing and we're just going to keep doing the next right thing and trusting that he's going to, he's going to do what he wants to do with it. And you know, mm -hmm. okay, so. Yeah, that's a really good point with the reward isn't always what you think to it'll be within like entrepreneurship or, you know, probably just life in general. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's kind of been a big lesson, lesson learning for us in this, um, just with like, you know, different partnerships we've made, like it's been a blessing and, yeah. you know, so many ways, but it's not always exactly what we expected. Yeah. Um, probably usually isn't what we expected for yeah. the most case, um, mm -hmm. but which is very interesting. And, but I mean, it, it's all, it's all great. It's, but it's definitely a big lesson kind of we're learning mm -hmm. is we don't necessarily kind of like we were talking about earlier. It's like this have zero expectations um, for anything and just, you know, create, you know, either partnerships out of wanting, genuinely wanting to help another business or, you know, collaborating because we generally think it'd be super fun and cool. Okay. Um, and that usually kind of gets, gets us a lot further than, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so like our gym, we look at it, our gym is like our ministry in a way, which sounds crazy. We're not in there, you know, spitting sermons at people when they're working out. But, you know, again, like we know how to love people and treat people. And we've had so many people that have asked us, why are you guys so nice? Why are you so kind? Why do you, why do you treat people like this? Like, and we're like, well, do you know Jesus? And it's that simple. And we've invited people to church with us. And we have an awesome church home out here that we've, feel so confident bringing people to. And so mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we've had so many people that are part of our gym that have come to know Jesus and have given their life to Jesus as a result of stepping into our gym, being loved on, wondering why yeah. they like that are having a little conversation. And we say, Hey, can you get to church? Why don't you come to church with us? We literally have like a row at our church of people that come from the gym, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Um, and we've been in like just little things like that, where it's like, okay, you create the, environment and the space and you know that god's going to show up there and it's like okay if you know what if the whole entire time that we've had this gym we didn't make a single penny from it but we have dozens of people that gave their life to jesus like oh my gosh yeah we do it oh, yeah. again mm -hmm. we haven't made you know whatever it is like it's not a financial reward but there's gonna be people in heaven and the ripple effect from that where it's like god's gonna use every single sure. bit of it and we know I mean, you got to have money to run a business and to live your life. Money makes the world go around, but we also believe money makes you more of who you are. If you're a giver by nature, the more money you have, the more you're going to give, the more good yeah. you're going to And so mm -hmm. we take all the money in the world because we know that that's one way God can use us to go make a difference. But mm -hmm. we also believe that in the power of influence, why he's going to entrust us with another gym or another whatever it is and put people in our lives because he trusts our hearts and he knows that we're bold. Yeah. He's grown that inside of us, especially in the last few years to be like, look, this is what I've walked you through. If you can't speak up and talk about how good I am after I've walked you through that, I don't want yeah. mm -hmm. to take next, you know, but like we've grown that so much inside of us where those are the little seeds that matter. Um, and that's what, again, connections, that's what hits home with people to know, okay, you're not the only one who your marriage is struggling here. You're not the only one who's going through this with your kids. You're not the only mm -hmm. one who's been at rock bottom financially, lost your house, like things like that, where we've walked through all of those things.
to then be real with people and we get to do it in our gym setting which is really cool but at the end of the day it's pointing to heaven and um we just <laughs> keep honoring and blessing that yeah for sure yeah i mean i love that you guys like use it as a ministry like one of the my favorite quotes is a great shoemaker doesn't honor god by writing scripture on his shoes he honors god by making great shoes mm -hmm. it's like, you're in there like spreading the love of god and you're asking people if they know jesus and like i think there's no better way to minister than through people in your tight-knit community like that mm -hmm. yeah for sure well there's a lot of people too that you don't know it unless you're around them but some people are placed too. like our goal is okay everyone who comes in we want to make sure that people feel loved seen encouraged every day because I mean, you, you hear the quote all the time, you never know what someone's battling or fighting. Well, yeah. our, coming to our gym very well could be the only time during someone's day that they have an encouraging word spoken over them or mm -hmm. that, someone, you know, smiles and is kind to them. And so we take that very seriously. And have we been perfect? No, but I like to think most of the time we're in there, we're doing that and we're just leaving people a little bit better when they walk out of those doors or feeling Mm -hmm. so it's just those little seeds that um you know still go a long way and just leaving people with that feeling is what matters yeah yeah and we were talking when you were talking about money it's like that is a huge that's that's a big thing money especially mm -hmm. when you're a business it's like money is oxygen if if you're trying to feed yourself if you're starving you don't have money to be able to give generously to the things you believe in so it's like money matters um, mm -hmm. and it's not like you can just say follow your passion and the money, you know, the money will come if you, if you just focus on the next right thing. And that's another thing I like that you talk about a lot is just like focusing on the next right thing, focusing on today. Cause it's so easy to like, look at that big picture and yep. look way too far ahead. But yep. That's not the best way to get there because it's most likely going to change along the way too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. We're always in a new season. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing we pray for too. Even when I'm coaching, sometimes I'll be praying like, "Okay, God, show me something about someone today in here." Mm -hmm. And I, most, almost all the time, He delivers some sort of word, whether it's someone who's in my class or not. Where it's like, that's that's what matters. Is like. Yeah how are you speaking to me today and if i can just literally look at things day to day to day hour to hour to hour he is gonna take care of the rest and the big things but um for sure so often we get so focused on that that we miss the most important things that are right in front of us that matter even, sure. usually <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah chelsea irvin just jumped on so irvin is actually our founder cool so He's, he's like a third generation NASA native Colombian farmer. So he's the guy we went to Colombia with and we were like on his family's farm and everything. And I think one story you would love is that we were actually one night going to go like start a bonfire. Uh -huh. Irvin was like, you guys want to do a bonfire? And we're like, sure. So me, Travis, Ben and Irvin go out there and we're like sitting around just like waiting for the rest of the family, like Irvin's parents his uh, sisters, 
Alcides, like our Colombian CEO. Because it was like, their idea to do a bonfire too. Yeah, we're like, where the heck are they? And he's like, oh, they're just practicing some music. They're going to play you some Christian songs and, in like their native tongue. And he's like, they'll only play them if you guys play some after. Oh. We're like, <laughs> well, we're going to have to because this is happening. Yeah. So yeah, they come and they start like playing songs. It was just like such a surreal moment. Just we had a guitar around the campfire. Like we couldn't understand a word they were saying. But <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. It was still awesome. And then awesome. we got the guitar and we were like trying to read lyrics on like YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's that those are the kind of things that is like kind of life change life changing. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. about what we're trying to do, like connecting with other people across cultural barriers, across language barriers. Like that doesn't matter mm -hmm. when you get around the campfire and you all have a love for God. It's like, yeah, all those barriers go away. Yep. And it yeah, that, that's something. Go for it, Chelsea. Oh, no, I was going to say it just brings you back to what matters real quick. Everything else yeah. is pretty small. That yeah, does. Yeah, I think that's something like we're always going to remember too. That's that's a memory that's never going to go away. And like you can just think about it and you almost feel back in that moment of just just that community factor of it, which was which is really pretty surreal about it. For sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, I think we can kind of start wrapping it up here. Um, we do have a discount for everyone in Chelsea's fam, everyone in her community. Um, it is Thomas Fam fifty. Okay. So we'll put that in like you know posts. The description and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it basically just gives you fifty percent off. Um, okay. Like one order Brayden, for your first order. Cool. Right, and you can type it into the comment section too, yeah. real quick. I'll do that. Heck yeah, technology. That's awesome. <laughs> you gotta love technology, but yeah, Chelsea, definitely. Thank you so much for joining you know having a conversation with us definitely really appreciated it yeah thank you oh Brad. yeah i admire what you do brayden i've known it from i mean the time you knew michael because he'd always talk about it he's like he's an entrepreneur he's got you guys think the same and then everything you're doing i mean i'm not you been but um yeah. <laughs> not that you're not but i just know no, i know <laughs> yeah for sure from michael but i just think it's really cool to see what God's doing in both of your lives and just, you know, trust in that yeah. and it. And it's just cool. I really appreciate that. And yeah. I mean, it's just inspiring, like how you talk about trust and just God overall. And I don't know, there's a lot of things to take away from it. I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You guys, this is fun. I'm glad we could do it. Yeah. We should definitely have you on again sometime. Maybe even, yeah. Levi too. Hey, you so, can't fire on him. Yeah. Knowledge he can share. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that sounds great. Um, we're a very good team because I'm like the operate by faith kind of person. Like we need to do this and it's gonna work out. Yeah. And he's he's like very good at like the X and O's to like actually help us, you know, put yeah. mind to get there too. I probably so, resonate yeah. with him a yeah. lot. Yeah. You gotta have. Cool. <laughs> yeah for sure well it's been awesome talking with you and like, we can definitely do it again okay so. sounds good i'm excited to try my coffee 
Heck yeah, it's coming. We just shifted to that. Perfect. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Chelsea. See you later. You too. See you later. <laughs>